Accelerate Service 2016 promises to be an inspiring, engaging, and educational two-day conference focused on and dedicated to five-star customer service. In addition to the amazing content you will receive over the two-day event, you will also be contributing to a larger vision of raising funds for Three Square Food Bank, a subsidiary of Feeding America, who serves food insecure residents in Southern Nevada. Make sure to check out Accelerate2016.com. That is Excel with two L's, Accelerate2016.com. Welcome to episode 158 of Crack the Customer Code. Thanks to Audible.com for sponsoring this episode. Get your free audiobook and a 30-day free trial as a listener to this podcast by visiting audibletrial.com slash customer code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and I'm here with the world's top-ranked Pokemon Go player, Adam Toporek. Adam, I can't get you off that thing. <laughs> yes, I'm leveling up. Is that something you do on Pokemon? <laughs> yeah, I'm on level 22, in case you're wondering. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm on level, haven't downloaded the app. <laughs> is that a level? In your world, it is. <laughs> uh, you know, I can't even put that one. My business card, if it's going to have all these titles, it has to at least be honest. I can't say I'm a top-ranked Pokemon player. <laughs> I know, but I knew it would it would you know irk you in just the right way. That's that's, <laughs> that's my goal. goal. That's my goal in life. That's everyone hears it. We have documentation. That is what these titles are all about: irking me, <laughs> not praising me. Usually, they're very nice. Every once in a while, like every twenty, I get to poke you. <laughs> I come here to irk Caesar, not to praise him. <laughs> well, that's lovely. Thank you so much for that, Jeannie. <laughs> I aim to please. <laughs> we're so, all about the service. We're, yes, we're all about the Pokemon. So, speaking of service, we have a guest today. We do, and he specializes in service. What isn't is, that? Isn't that something? What are the odds of that on the Crack the Customer <laughs> Code podcast? I think yeah. we should like just to throw people off. We should just have like an expert in like microbiology or something <laughs> one day. Let's have a completely random non-customer experience conversation. That would be fun. Yeah. And talk about the experience of microorganisms. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there, didn't you? <laughs> you said microbiology. <laughs> I know, but you doubled down. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, anyway, so today we have Christoph Wyman, and Christoph's a buddy of mine, and um, he's actually got a cool customer service uh, conference that I'm speaking at, but he's a leading authority on customer service in the hospitality industry, and since we are all customers of restaurants and hotels, but aren't always the recipients of hospitality. So true. I thought it would be so fun to true. talk with Christoph. Yeah, he's he's an author, and he's got this new book called getting to wow everybody wins with five star service we talked to him about that we talked to him about why this is this should be a no brainer in hospitality but it's really not and he's got a lot of great insight because he's really been focused on that specific industry for such a long time and I would be like, hashtag winning, but that's been ruined now. <laughs> you know, they've ru like, the guy is ruined, not Christoph, uh, Mr. Sheen, has ruined yes. winning forever. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, Maybe hashtag five-star service. Or there something. we go. That's a better hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, all right, well, let's learn a little bit about Christoph and get started with our conversation. So throughout his career, Christoph has served in various capacities as a server, bartender, wine sales rep, catering sales manager, event planner, and banquet service manager. He has worked for Wolfgang Puck in Hollywood, Darden Restaurants, as well as other establishments in St. Louis, Los Angeles, and at the Hyatt in Guam and Nico Hotel in Saipan. Christoph believes that Regardless of the type of restaurant or establishment, five-star service should always be the goal. He is the author of Getting to Wow, Everybody Wins with Five-Star Service. Welcome, Christoph. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you, Adam. How are you today? We are wonderful. We've got uh, three different states represented on the call, so very excited <laughs> about that. Excellent. We're Hi, so happy Jeannie. to have Hi, how are you? It's, I'm great. It's great to finally meet you uh, in audio land. There we go. Yes, likewise. <laughs> and, you know, I know everybody's dying to hear about your expertise because you have such a great career really focused on the hospitality industry. Um, and, you know, to me and I think to a lot of people, it seems like customer service should be kind of a no-brainer there, right? Like even hospitality. <laughs> That's what it means. It's, it's, it's in the name of our industry, right? Exactly. It's, it's, it's called the service and hospitality industry. And, <laughs> and yes, I agree. It should be a no brainer. And, and for many, it certainly is. You know, there are many that really get it, I think, and, and do it right and do it well. But I think that there's still a lot of opportunity for, you know, some, uh, maybe education, some growth and maybe just some, uh, encouragement uh, or reminders of things that we all know, but when, when we get busy, maybe we would kind of forget, oh, yeah, I should be doing it like this or, or be of a certain mindset. So, yes, uh, I guess you could say our, my work is cut out for me, for sure. <laughs> and, and why do you think that is? Why do you think restaurant owners and hotel managers and the people who should be focused on this, why do you think they, they miss those opportunities to wow customers? You know, there's certainly, I think, is a dearth of training, especially in the restaurant industry. Um, it's very common for uh, teams to have training when they're onboarding. But then from that point on, it's not uncommon for somebody in the industry to say, hey, I've been doing this for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And they've been doing it the same way for 20 years. And maybe they haven't had any refreshers. Maybe they haven't had any, um, you know, training brought in because... I think a lot of times management sees training as an expense rather mm -hmm. as an rather as an investment. And I love this great quote. What if I train all my people? I spend all this time and money and I bring you in to train these people and then they all leave. Mm. Well, the answer, the answer to the question is, well, what if what if you don't train them? And they stay. That's <laughs> what happens. <laughs> and that's certain. And that's true. You know, in this, especially in the hospitality industry, there does tend to be quite a bit of turnover. And and uh, for example, I have a current client, a very small restaurant, vegan restaurant. And this, uh, the owner here in Las Vegas, she really wants to do well. She really wants to elevate her her service. Uh, level on her with her team. She doesn't come from the restaurant industry, and I have been doing ongoing training with her. And um, every t and it's a very small team, you know, less than ten people total. And each time I come back to do a new training, she has two or three people that have gone and two or three new people. So it's it's a challenge. I understand, but I think that um, we really need to start with a different mindset, and mm -hmm. that you know wow service or five-star service is really not 
just a list of steps. You know, you can certainly fulfill a checklist and say, greeted the customer in a timely manner, uh, offered uh, specials, explained this, you know, brought out the food, did this. But if the attitude wasn't there and the passion isn't there and there is not a servant heart, that person could, you know, check off all of those 10 steps of service and still ultimately not have delivered great service or wow service. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you've experienced that as well, right? Customer service is more than just a checklist for sure. But, uh, you know, well, you mentioned five-star service, and I know you've got a phrase, five stars equals five R's. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, and it's something that kind of, when, like Jeannie said, as a no-brainer, but it's nice to put it down as something that we can really remember and, and focus on. Five stars, I say this, if you deliver five-star service, you are going to definitely see an increase in the five R's. What are the five R's? Repeat business, referrals, reputation, increasing your positive reputation, reviews, and the fifth one, I put it as fifth, but I think most of the time business owners and, and management put it as first in their mind, and that's revenue. But if, if customer service is there, the revenue is going to follow. The reputation is going to grow. People are going to write positive reviews. You know, when I do trainings here, whether it be in Las Vegas or other places around the country, and, and my audience is the rest, happens to be restaurant professionals, I said, hey, raise your hand if you love Yelp. And, <laughs> you, you know, not even a quarter of the people in the, in the room will raise their hand. But I tell them, you really need to embrace Yelp or any of the other review sites. Because if you know that you can deliver five-star service on a consistent basis, wouldn't you love for when somebody reviews the restaurant or the establishment that you work at, that they also mention you, their favorite mm -hmm. hostess, their favorite bartender, their favorite um, server. And there are people, you know, I say, raise your, I say, raise your hand if you've ever been mentioned positively in a Yelp review. And, mm -hmm. you know, a few hands do go up. I say that you should really embrace that and seek that out. I mean, not necessarily say to everybody, hey, will you go write a five-star review for me? But if, if they love the experience that you provided for them, and not necessarily just in the restaurant industry, but any industry, and they're telling you as they're leaving, wow, it was such a great experience. Thank you so much. You really took care of our needs. You really you know, read what we were needing and, and just delivered a great uh, service experience. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, well, you know, we, we love reviews and we love your positive feedback and for you to share with other people. So, you know, we've got referrals, which is when you tell somebody that you know, and then reviews is when you tell the world on social media or online reviews or, or in, you know, telling people that you don't know. And unfortunately, we all know that good news does not travel as fast and as far as negative news. But it certainly does spread the word and it helps build the reputation of the business, right? So five stars, I know it sounds very simple, but I think if you break it down, five stars definitely will result in the five R's. And then something else dawned upon me as I was developing this kind of little uh, schematic. When those five R's are present and the business is growing and it's a there's you know a healthy organization, indirectly, there's a sixth R that happens and it, in, it deepens, and that's the relationships. The relationships that the business has with their clientele, the relationships with the internal customers, 
and the relationships between management and employees. You know, if a business is growing and everybody is firing in all cylinders and they're really focusing on delivering five-star service, you don't have a bunch of employees who are going on Indeed or Craigslist or Monster to see or asking friends, well, who else is hiring? Because they're actually committed and you've got loyal, engaged employees, which is a side benefit of having a business that is focused on five-star service rather than just the bottom line. At least that's my opinion. <laughs> that's why we have you on, to get your opinion. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah. laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I think the point about reviews and you know being personal and all of that, I think that's a really, really great point because they shouldn't be scary. They shouldn't be something right. to avoid. They should be part of, part of how you serve customers. And, and speaking of that, you have the five R's and stars, but you also have the four pillars of wow customer experience. So we're, we're counting down numbers. here. <laughs> yes, we are. So, so what and are the four what, pillars? I, and, and believe it or not, I have a three, a two, and a one. <laughs> Which of course you get, do. Whether we'll get to that or not. But yeah. so, the, so the four pillars is something very simple. Um, and, and here's what they are. And we can spend a great bit of time on each one of them, but just to give a little overview and an introduction to them. The four pillars of wow service and hospitality or wow customer service are number one is what I call the internal components. And when I talk, when we talk about internal components, it's just what it sounds like. It's about mindset. It's about attitude. It's about, you know, these things that we know, but it's not the things that we necessarily focus upon all the time or even talk about when somebody is hired. Most of the time we skip to the second pillar which is skills, techniques, and knowledge. Is it important, That's we're talking about the hospitality industry, is it important for a service professional to know their menu? Absolutely. Is it important for them to be skilled in what I call traymanship, you know, the ability to balance the tray with any number of drinks and to adjust the center of balance and not spill, right? Is that important? Absolutely. Is it important for them to know um, what the big eight are in terms of food allergies and to be aware when they're serving a guest or taking the order or making suggestions. Is it important for them to have sales skills? Absolutely. But I think a lot of times we focus on those first and we oftentimes bypass the internal components. So maybe you've got somebody who's extremely skilled. So again, uh, I referred to one of my trainings recently. I, I, I have the pleasure of working with the bartenders union here in Las Vegas, and they do a training program, 20-week pro training program, which brings in about uh, 300 new um, bartenders into the union, getting their, poor, they call it a poor card. So I said, do you know, at least in my experience, I've observed that there are a lot of bartenders that are extremely super skilled, and yet they're not successful. And they all say, yeah, yeah, we know, they like, maybe you work with people like that. And a lot of times, it's because we've You've got people that have the techniques and the skills, but they don't have the internal components. They don't have a servant heart. I mean, it's kind of ironic, but there are people in the service industry that say things like, I'm not their servant. And when I say a servant heart, I'm not saying that, you know, somebody should snap their fingers and you should come running. But we all, you know, we all know the, like John Maxwell, the great uh, leadership uh, mentor and author, and he talks about servant leadership. A, a leader is somebody who knows the way, shows the way, and goes the way, not somebody who just 
pushes the people and say, hey, go over there. So if we're in an industry that is titled the service industry, certainly a servant heart has to be at the very core of of our being as service professionals. And not just, I mean, anybody who is customer facing, if we are to serve our customers, it has to come from a place um, internally, not just an outward expression or an outward going through the motions, right? I'm sure that both of you, we've all experienced or we've met people in the course of our day who maybe they should be in a different job. Maybe they're, they're not really cut out to be serving the public. Would you agree? Oh, of course. You know, that's, I actually wrote about that in my book that not everybody is cut out for customer service. There are certain yeah. people who just, uh, one, there are certain people who just can't handle any part of customer service. And there are a larger <laughs> number of people who can be good at proactive service, at being nice mm-hmm. and being friendly and serving, but don't have the psychology or mentality to handle you know, negative feedback or an angry customer or somebody sure. who's insulting them. So, yeah, there's, I think there's a wide range of not everybody should be in every job. I mean, I think we can just say <laughs> that very plainly. And what's interesting, I'm going to go ahead and transition off of what you were talking about, Christoph, is, you know, when you look at that servant mentality and that servant leadership, and that that is the heart of customer service. I mean, it, it's an ethic. So you have to find the people that can buy into that cu- customer-centric culture and that ethic of we are here to serve the customers, right? I mean, that's that's pretty much at the heart of what you're saying. Correct. Correct. And, and that goes into the other two pillars, um, having a guest-centric mentality. You took the words right out of my mouth. Oh, perfect. And and the fourth is then creating the, that culture, you know, so it's, it's first having that mindset, but then it has to be a culture that actually starts from the top down and actually goes from the bottom up. It's everybody on the same page, not having robotic, you know, answers to every question, but certainly in our mindset, in our attitude, in our approach, we all are reflecting and representing the values of the company, which hopefully one of them has to be um, customer service excellence. We would so hope the- so. <laughs> we would hope so. <laughs> we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna say the three of us are in favor of that. I think we have a, uni- a unanimous vote. <laughs> yes. It's a landslide. <laughs> well, you know what, Christoph, we're getting uh, towards the end here. So what I'd like to do is you've done something very cool, and I'm very proud and honored to be a part of it. So, you know, Jeannie, you, me, we go speak at other people's conferences and other people's companies, but you have started your own conference, which I think is really cool and really impressive. So before you tell us where everybody can find you and all that stuff and we close out, tell us a little bit about Accelerate Service, which has been a sponsor of this podcast, Uh, you know, why you came up with it and, um, you know, just uh, the idea behind it, basically, real quickly. Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. Accelerate Service 2016 is, the, the whole purpose is twofold. Number one, yes, to have great speakers such as yourself, Adam. We are happy to have Adam on our stage at this event. Um, to, to bring together like-minded people to further the, the cause, the mission of accelerating service and hospitality excellence and customer service excellence. But beyond that, We know that, as I was talking about having a servant heart, ever since my book first came out, and I'm not the first person who, you know, has donated to a charity, but we contribute to a local food bank, 
And so we're doing this in conjunction with raising money for our local food bank called Three Square. So the purpose of the conference is, I say it's service and service. Service as in customer service and then service as in giving back, the two hands working together like that. And then the third purpose, and this is, um, we're not really, we're um, communicating it right now, but we're not saying it that much in our marketing, but um, our goal and our intention is if we are having people come and spend two days with us to learn skills, techniques, strategies, and mindsets, and even heart sets of excellent customer service, we would be not really congruent with our message and our mission if we weren't also creating a five-star experience for our attendees. So we say Accelerate Service 2016 is not just an event, but it's an experience. Well, I love that. And that's one of the reasons I'm proud and honored to be a part of the event because, you know, when you look at these conferences, you know, attendees are customers and you're treating them like that. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Well, we are short on time. So, Christoph, tell people where they can find you and more about your message. Absolutely. So, uh, Christoph, uh, we can find me at Getting to Wow Book. So it's G-E-T-T-I-N-G-T-O-W-O-W book, B-O-O-K.com. <laughs> Everything is there um, about myself, um, my speaking opportunities, the book itself. Um, and then the, the conference itself is Accelerate. With, that's Excel with an E. E-X-C-E-L-L-E-R-A-T-E. 2016.com. That's and awesome. I just want to say, Jeannie and, and Adam, it's been such a pleasure um, to connect with you in this on this uh, forum. Um, Adam, you know that I've been uh, a fan and a follower of yours for quite some time, and I'm very um, honored to work together with you and Jeannie um, to see the work that you are doing. It's really exciting that we all have this opportunity to help, um, you know, help businesses grow and excel in their customer service. So thanks for this opportunity. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for Thank being you. here. And I am audio blushing. You can't see me. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, take care, Christoph. We appreciate it. Thank you all right, so much. Thank you so much. We'll see you all at the Accelerate Conference in October in Las Vegas. Sounds Cheers. Good. Right. Cheers. We hope you enjoyed episode 158 of Crack the Customer Code. A special thanks to our sponsor, the Accelerate Service 2016 Conference, taking place in Las Vegas, Nevada on October 24th and 25th. I'll be there, so be there or be square. To learn more about this fantastic customer service conference, go to Accelerate2016.com. And you can see the show notes for this and all episodes. Subscribe and send us feedback at crackthecustomercode.com. And we love your reviews. Please let us know what you like, what you don't, and what I should tell Adam to do next at iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Jeannie Walters. Stay current on the latest customer experience, trends, and insights, and see my TEDx talk at 360connects.com. And I'm Adam Tapork, and you can learn more about my new tagline, Genie Speaks, Adam Listens, <laughs> at CustomersAtStick.com. Oh, man, all the way, by the way, <laughs> we also do customer service trading and workshops. So until next time, take care of yourself. And take care of your customers.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.